podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Lineup. It's just me and Luke today. How you doing, mate? Hey, I'm doing well, thank you. How about you? I'm all right. I'm all right. So, so kept away, kept away this week. So it's just me and Luke. So you know, we can we can we can be mischievous because Kev's the one that keeps us in line, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. Kev keeps so, a tight ship. He does. He does. It's all going to go downhill after this, and that. <laughs> so, listen, look, sports and plug. So today we're going to do a bit of, bit of UFC chat, which well, I'll say we. Luke's going to escape me in UFC because let's be honest, I don't know what I'm talking about with UFC. So apart from when it's Engano fighting, it's about the only thing I know. Uh, and then we'll do a bit of transfer chat, and then obviously we're going to get you guys to join us a bit more and give us your suggestions of you know subjects you want to talk about, things that happened in sport, just general you know things and things want to talk about and talk about them. And Luke's playing with his dog toy, so <laughs> I, I'm not one. <laughs> right, while Luke tries to source his dog out. So before we start anything else. Um, just a bit of sad news, unfortunately, which we need to start off with. Um, it's like passing our condolences and thoughts to, uh, to the family of Rachel Ellis. For those of you who don't know, um, Rachel Ellis was a Liverpool fan who used to travel home and away watching the men's teams, the women's teams, uh, and to be honest, we used to watch the academies. Uh, I've met Rachel a couple of times at the women's games. She, she was a lovely lady, really, you know, really enthusiastic about the Reds. Unfortunately, she uh, she passed away earlier this week. So. From obviously me, Luke, and the trippers, just like to pass on her condolences to her family and you know, and wish her wealth. So, but before, oh, Luke's back. Uh, so, I'm back. We'll just talk about Rachel. So, um, just so you know, I think Luke, it's the women's euro start next week. Next yeah, Wednesday, yeah, the women's yeah. euro start next week, and I'm part of a sweepstake for it. And uh, my team was Germany Ooh, in, in the sweepstake. I'm going to look at the bets because I don't think I think Germany weren't too bad in the betting odds. Actually, I think they were quite, quite good. I, I I watch a bit of women's football, but I'm not a massive follower in it. So I asked, are Germany one of the favourites? So have I got a good chance of winning? And someone put, have- you might have an outside chance, and I was like, that's good enough for me. So outright, so we go one, two, three, four. They're fifth. They're the the fifth favourite. I think England won tonight, like five one. Against, yeah, they were uh, playing Holland, Holland, who are third favourites. England, the second favourites. Spain are the favourites, which is no real surprise because uh, Barcelona and Real Madrid are very, very strong in women's football. Yes. Uh, and France, who are four favourites, you know, are also very strong because Lyon are the current reigning Champions League, Champions League champions, uh, knocking Barcelona around the final. So it's quite good. Uh, yeah, so the first game is this Wednesday. Uh, England in the opening game against Austria. I'm actually going to that with my little one. So that'll be quite interesting. Oh, that is, the only unfortunate thing is that Old Trafford, but you know, <sighs> yeah, crosses you have to bear. <laughs> and then the, the final is on Sunday, the 31st of July in Wembley, which I have luckily already got tickets for. So I've actually not, and this is not me being a, uh, an overexcited England fan, it all oh, gets final. I literally booked because I thought you don't get to go to a European, international European fan very often. I mean, you never get to yeah. go to a men's one. So I actually don't really care who's in the final. It's actually, it'd be just quite I'd want to England women to win it. Because it'll be funny if they win one first. Yeah. They're also a lot more likeable as well. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> not that like, difficult. That, that, no, it's not very difficult. I mean, ah, it's not difficult. At, no, when you're, look at, when you're looking at Harry Kane and, um, you know, Harry Maguire, it's enough to put you off in it, really. So And then Tars so, getting charged with the waistcoat. But, yeah. yeah, yeah, there is that. There is that. I mean, the, the women actually ha- now have a manager who, who knows what they're doing, who isn't Phil Neville, which is always a good thing. Shock. Shock, horror, yeah. Shock. Who, who knew it? England has a manager who knows what they're doing. Yeah, she's a, they oh, thought it was a good idea to let them in. Wow. They've had I know. A good I I, do you know it's really bad her name is case uh, she was she used to be the manager of the uh, the, the Dutch doctor side as well. So but yeah from what I've seen results wise she's doing really good. So you know quite excited. 
aren't any, any Liverpool players, unfortunately, in, in the England side, sadly. Maybe next uh, but there are, No, but there are, uh, there are a couple in Belgium side and in the Northern Ireland side as well. Uh, Rachel Finesse, who's doing very well for them. So I think it's also, who is now the all-time leading goalscorer for Northern Ireland, which is always mm. good. So while I try and get me, me breath back, because I've, I've managed to speak there about breathing in, which is quite impressive. Uh, UFC, come on, educate yes. me. What... Is it a big UFC or is it is it a fight or is it like when the fight night? Uh, it, it's a fight night this week. Uh, the big UFC right. card is going to be next weekend, but uh, the, uh, this weekend, right. um, it's um, I think some I think a journalist dubbed it like the worst, uh, the worst card name value ever, um, because it was two top fifteen ranked lightweights that no one really has heard of. And, and I was like, that's a bit disrespectful to say like they're the worst net, like the worst main event name wise, because no one's really heard of them. Because this is what the the fight nights are really about for the UFC. Because uh, this one's going to be in the apex, which is pretty much behind closed doors, um, with a yeah. few with just, a few hundred fans in it. Uh, Laura Duffy has said, being more likable is a very low bar. I mean, to be fair, that's where England, England men are. Yeah, oh, yeah. They're also, they also play nice football as well, which also helps. Oh, yeah. But, you know, anyway, back to UFC. Yeah. So so the fight nights are usually like fighters that are on the cusp of making it onto that main card in front of the big crowd. And, and usually there are a couple of fights on it that are people are are like, okay, these are good fights. The rest of them, are, most of them make their debuts in the UFC. Um, but there are a couple of good fights this weekend. Uh, the co-main event is probably the standout one, and that's uh, UFC veteran Neil Magny versus uh, rising up-and-comer Shavkat Razmanov. Um, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, and and, he, and he's probably, he's 15-0 at the moment. I think he's had three fights in the UFC, three finishes. I think he's 15 wins, 15 finishes, so... If he beats Neil Magny, he'll just be outside the top 10 at welterweight. And that division is pretty much, um, it, it's a pretty deep division or full of contenders. So should he get a win, it'll be two fights away from fighting for the title. So that's pretty, yeah, that's pretty interesting. And then we've got Khabib's cousin fighting on the card. Uh, he's undefeated as well. Um, and he's fighting, I think he's fighting a Brit or is he okay. fighting an American? I think he's fighting an American. Um, Habib's Red cousin. Stevens. Red Stevens, boy. Worst card name value is surely Sports Unplugged with Kev. <laughs> I think he means, uh, he means without Kev. He, without he, Kev. To, be fair, he's, to be fair, he's got a point. He's got to love Red Steve, haven't you? He has got a point. I love Red Steve. Yeah, so um, so that um, fight with Umar Namagomedov versus Nate Harness is, is going to be a great fight. And that's around it. Most of them are making the debuts. I've not really heard. Um, <laughs> yeah, we knew what you meant. Uh, honest, we knew, not, we knew what you meant, Red Steve. I can't yeah, imagine you paying us on most of the fighters on that card. So apart from oh, a couple, oh, Christ, mate, if you've not heard about them, I've, we've got, I've got no chance to tell you. <laughs> yeah, and that's <laughs> so, it, really. Yeah, it's sort of like yeah. a warm up for next weekend. So it's not one step to three AM for then. It's best wait for the next one. So what? Give us a bit of a preview. What's the plan for the UFC for next week? Where is it uh, next Who's week? Uh, I will probably do a, a preview with Callum. Probably early right. hours of of the morning, probably, and then me and him will do a watch long next weekend, providing he's available. I know I'll be available, but I need to check if he's going to be available. Oh, okay, fair enough. Uh, Bonkers also points out it's money in the bank as well, so you know, got to yes, for that. Yes. As well. I think there's another yeah. big wrestling event on this weekend. Forbidden Door. Forbidden Door. You uh, which looks great. And- UFC New Japan. Unfortunately, a lot of the big stars they wanted to do for these matches are all injured. Which is yeah, are all injured. All it's injured. Such a but, shame. Um, all but, injured, and plus I think the build's been a slightly botched yeah. for the whole build-up. Obviously, though, although we know wrestling, we all know wrestling's predetermined. That, that's it's kind of you know theatre, isn't it? That's the kind of yeah. the, the way it's done. But it is unusual. You don't normally get two pro- rival, pretty much rival Promotions, companies yeah. working together to do a bit of a. A, you yeah. know, super show, you know, all that. So it'll be interesting. At least yeah, I think other companies have done it before. Ring of Honor did it with New Japan, uh, Super Card of Honor. Yeah, I think I think getting a big American, a big American, a big American wrestling yeah, promotion, is yeah. difficult. If you got it, being not just for Ring of Honor on the total pole, they're probably third. 
You know, they don't get the, the yes. views. They're not WWE, and they don't get the views that no, Actually, I'd say Ring of Honor is probably fourth behind oh, Impact Wrestling. But AEW oh, course, yeah. have bought Ring of Honor because mm. um, of the, I think, Tony Khan, who actually owns Fulham. His dad owns Fulham as well. Fulham That's Football it. Club. Jaguars, um, isn't it? Yeah, I think there's rumour to be a pay-per-view at Craven Cottage at some point in the next year, two years. So if that does happen, I'll make a, I'll make another trek down to London to, and I might go and watch it. Can you, can you just make sure you book your hotel in the right sort of vicinity? Yeah, the, I'll make uh, sure I book the hotel in the right place. Because didn't you again. book your hotel near Wembley, even though it was at the O2? Uh, no, no, I booked it near the O2 and it was near Wembley. But an hour's train yeah. like that. When man. I rang Callum off the train, he was like, Yeah, do you know it's near Wembley? I was like, For sakes. I booked it near the O2. And I tried to rig the Premier Inn because there was one near the near Wembley, but no one picked up the phone. So I had to Yeah, yeah that was, was a nightmare. That was Lord FA Cup Duffy. final weekend as well. Laura Duffy's getting close to comment and I smashed the like button like UFC fighters smash each other in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I know oh. we don't ask for likes, like, but uh, sure, that comment just tickled me. <laughs> yeah, that's a great comment as well. Yeah. So, what was the big fight? So, who, who's your money for the big fight then? Uh, big fight. Next. What for next week? Or for, yeah, um, not this week because for my oh, yeah. soul, you don't know. Uh, you don't know who half the fighters are. So, the, um, Israel Adesanya to retain. Um, right. I feel like we're going to get his best performance. I feel like. Um, he's his last fight wasn't great. Um, I don't think it's his fault. I just think he's bored of fighting the same guy again. Um, so it's someone new for him to fight. So that'll be that'll be good. And I think uh, controversially, I think Volkanovski is going to beat Max Holloway, and I think he's going to beat him decisively on points. And then we can end this trilogy, and then he can move on to then hopefully. Fingers crossed, he fights Charles Oliveira end of the year um, for the vacant belt and Volkanovski can have a chance of being double champ because I just not want to see Habib's um, mate fight the belt because he does not deserve it. Okay, okay. Right, before we move on to the transfer chat, uh, so go on, guys, put, put your comments in and let us know if there's other stuff you want to talk about. Uh, Rico63, good to have you back in the chat. We haven't seen him for a little while. Rooney resigns. What next for him? Yeah, that got announced probably a couple of hours ago. He'd resigned from Derby. Announced today, I think. Yeah, 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 a few today. hours ago. Only a few hours ago. But um, is that, I haven't read the statement. So is that because the takeover's not happened or is that to aid the takeovers? They, they could put their own people in charge. I think it so must have been a combination of everything at that club. Yeah. I, think I think there was so. a guy that was meant to take over. I don't think over. I don't relegate, but I mean, you know, form wise, they actually, they actually did quite. He actually did quite well, quite a thin squad. If he didn't have the point deduction, they would have finished like seven points out of the playoffs. If they Which, didn't when you have look the how, points, when you look how thin that squad is. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's an impressive. It's an impressive. It'd be interesting what, what where he goes next. Um, there is always that loom of if Lampard that, doesn't start well at Everton, correct. <laughs> That story's going to rumble. It, it writes itself, doesn't it? Or uh, Ten Hag doesn't get a good start at Man U. I don't think he goes to Man U only because I think he need. I think he'd want a step up from the Championship, well, either higher Championship, lower end Premier League, um, before to prove his, to, you know, prove your worth. He's actually then, surprised you know, me. He's actually yeah. surprised me. I thought he'd be utterly useless. I yeah, thought he. I thought it would be like oh. Well, Ex big name, he thinks he can cut it as a manager, but then when it gets to the nitty gritty, he doesn't. He, yeah, but he's actually really surprised. He's like he's finally he's quietly, matured. Yeah, he's been quietly impressive. Uh, I yeah, think so. Plus, Derby players yep. got signed by Palace. Mm. The striker the and the winger that was after was Manu was after uh, rejected Manu yeah. to went to, to go to Palace, which was always it's always fun to see. Uh, I mean, Palace is Palace is becoming a bit of the uh, the place to go now. If you're um, a young, you're young, ex- young, exciting player, you want to step up from the Championship to the Premier League. Palace seems to be the place to go. Seems they have a nice mix there with you know Eze and uh, Aloisi. Eze, and, oh, Elise. 
a striker I can never who's never because of him. Uh, never Mateta. Mateta, who always looks brilliant when he plays. Actually, his name just not stick in the end. But when I see him play, I'm like, oh no, he's one. He's one. A handful. Getting, he's a handful up front. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's one you hope gets injured. You know, before you play them, you're like, oh, he's <laughs> got a niggle. Oh, that's unfortunate. Deep down, thinking, thank Christ, he's not playing. Yeah. Just I cause your problems. We would get another championship job. It'd be interesting think, to see who gets yeah. sacked first next season. His name will be instantly linked. To the I job. think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So beyond beyond merit as well, though, because I think he. he you know, yeah. at least that's somebody who's, you know, dropped down. And uh, I'm trying to think who else has moved. Uh, I know Harry Keel's moved to Celtic as a first team first coach. Team code. That probably is the best move for him because his managerial record yeah. was a bit up and down. It has been up and down. I mean, to be fair, he's, he's, it's been a lot of League One, League Two clubs, which, look, you know, managed, you cut your teeth. Uh, didn't he manage Notts County for like half a season yeah. and then it didn't mm. start off well? Then Notts County went down to the National yeah. League. I think so, yeah. So he's, um, that's it. He's not, he's not good for the big jobs. That's in the next one. He's not like, he's not like, you know, Lampard or, you know, walked into just a big job because of who your name is. Uh, so I knew that was going. Yeah. I mean, I you know, you're going to keep, you could, you could give Gerard that a little bit, you know, jump from managing kids to managing the Rangers. It's a hell of a job. He did very well there. But, you know, if his name wasn't Stephen Gerard, I don't think he gets that looking, you know. But you look at Cooper. Who's brought Forrest up? Yes. You know he's had to cross his teeth accordingly. You know did you know a lot of youth football? I think he won the he won the World Cup with the England 18s for England. 17s, didn't he with England? Yeah, yeah. But he did really well with um, he did really he did well, well with Swansea. Swansea, yeah. And then he went to and yeah. then he, he took Forrest over. In the Forest shop wasn't an easy job. Uh, oh, the no, Forest shop mess. I know. Forest so, was mess, yeah. and then he's done really, really well. Yeah. Um, so go 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 go. There you go. Uh, Lord of reckons Harry Kill's last job was at somewhere like Barnet. So uh, that's what so I wonder if he, that wouldn't have surprised me, you know. Yeah. So you wonder him he wants to do a bit of a bit of a Mike Beale. Michael Beale, you know, do a couple years as number two, pick up you you know. That Michael is an excellent coach which needs his opportunity. I think for Kewell, maybe he just wants to learn under a couple of other managers to yeah. Pick up new tricks, pick up new training methods, new ways of thinking, without without the without the um, the pressure of being the manager, and then you look for your next manager job. Because that means to how Michael Beal does because within football world, he's, he's highly thought of as a coach. Yeah, so this is like his first job. The, like Gerard's brain, Do you know how you got the Klopp and Buvac, like oh, Buvac yeah, yeah, brains behind the operation. That was well, sort the first of thing, Gerard. Michael Beal yeah, was. Especially in general, did wasn't he? Since he went to Rangers, it was I want Michael Beale. That was his, you know, his t- number two. That's who he wanted. So you know, yeah, that's clearly you know he clearly got a thing. I saw, very interesting thought, to see how he does at QPR. Yeah, very yeah. Uh, there's a couple of QPR fans I follow on, on social media. They're all uh, they all seem quite quite excited by him. Quite you know, exciting young manager. I think you know they they hope he does well there. So I think Mark Warburton um, has been announced on West Ham's coaching staff. So I've got announced today as well. So he's going to be in David Moyes' back room. Uh, so I was put, Kewell uh, had a terrible barnet. <laughs> I know how much <laughs> one matter. <laughs> I was like, oh dear. He did have a terrible barnet, though, didn't he? Do you know that weird double ponytail thing he tried to pull off? It, well, oh, it, my it, it didn't really work. It oh, didn't really work. Let's just set about that the better. I know, I know. You wish it would disappear sometimes, didn't you? What, like, you mean like IP Vanish? Oh, look at that. Look at that. It's been worse. There we go. It only took six weeks and you finally got one of these terrible puns. Red Steve's doing his nothing now over this. So, for those who don't know, uh, if you're browsing online using incognito, it doesn't actually protect your privacy. Uh, what you need to do is get yourself a VPN. So, IP Vanish VPN is easy and keeps you truly secure on the internet. So, it protects all your personal details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and Basically, you're completely shielded from any undesirables, which is kind of what you want, really. So these guys are rated uh, 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. And if you get an IP Vanish, it, you can use it on any device, whether it's computer, tablet, phone, at home, or, or in public, and it doesn't impact your speed. And the offer they're giving you guys is 70% off their yearly plan uh, with 30-day money-back guarantee. So you're basically getting nine months for free. If you want to take up the offer, details are in the description below and just go to ipvanish.com forward slash daytrippers. There we go. 
Cool. Look at Avo. Avo says seamless, seamless. Laura Duffy, well done, Luke. <laughs> I've got to admit, it's the only thing I was worried about. There's no Kev. There's no Kev today. How am I going to get this yeah. IP vanished? Thinking Red Steve. <laughs> no, no, we're not. <laughs> we're Bracky Luke practicing this before the show. You're joking, aren't you? Do you think this is pre-rehearsed? <laughs> <laughs> I did say. So. I did. I mean, to be fair, Luke did say, "What's your pun gonna be?" And I went, "I just haven't thought of one yet." <laughs> so, so I was like, "I haven't thought of one yet." Um, so, good luck. Make, sure, you, make sure you got your you're paying attention. <laughs> cool. So it's been a bit bit. Transfer window wise, it's starting to pick up a bit for not for Liverpool. We've we're done for the summer. So, oh yeah, you know. business is done for Liverpool. Yeah, it's done. We're, we're just getting rid of players. Huh? Three in, loads of players going out, sorted. But um, looks like. Calvin Phillips is going to City. I think it's um, £42 million, pounds, I think, rising to rising 50. To four, yeah, rising to 50. And there's a young... There's a young um, oh, God, your dog's not impressed with that deal. Um, and there's a young... Going to yes, five, for five million. Deal, I think. Separate deals, but, you know, the, it's a bit like when we swap Kev Stewart for Rob, for Robinson, separate deals, but, you know, same thing. Yeah. Um, interesting move, because... Your gut feeling is, well, he's not going to get. He's not going to replace Rod. He's not going to out oust Rodri. But I wonder, does it give them a bit more of a tactical flexibility to go a bit more two DMs, four two three one, maybe more for latter stages of Champions Leagues? You know, so for example, the Real Madrid game, if it happened again, yeah, you put you, you know have a bit more of a defensive cut. I mean, and also, there's still talk Gundogan might be going going his way. Plus, maybe they also think it gives a chance to rest Rodri while... Rest you know, Rodri, yeah, because let's be honest, it's not as good as... Fernandinho, back yeah, end of the season. You could tell that his legs were gone. You could tell his legs were gone. Um, I'm surprised how cheap they got him. £42 million for a English international. Arguably, you'd say he's in his peak years as well, age 26. If that was like any other club, you're probably paying 50, 60. The fact that City's just gone, yeah, we'll pay 42, which is probably under market value. I think that might have helped the fact that he's been injured for half the season for Leeds. Um, It is very interesting because when you look at him as a player... John was saying to me, it's called called squad death. You've just said that. It it is a squad death. We're just trying to say tactically, he does give him a tactical switch as well. Uh, John said apparently uh, Liverpool couldn't spend forty million on Phillips. So I don't think it's because he couldn't. Does think it's a problem? I just don't think it's more of an anchor. Yeah, I mean, there is an argument we could do with another number six to give for so we can rest Fabinho or the other flip. Oh my! Or the other flip for me is you tell Fabinho and Henson to take your turns being number six. So you can rest one or the other, and you bring another. More attack-minded midfielder to again give you something else, something different to Rodri as well because Phillips has got a much better long passing game than he has got a short passing game, and to play in that uh, deep line role for City, he'll need to improve his short passing game a lot. Um, but it, it the, could uh, help unlock a Rodri to push Rodri further forward because Rodri uh, chipped in with with seven goals, I think, uh, this yeah. season. So. And the way and the way we obviously all these. Tweak it slightly different, but I think Fabinho is required to do a lot of work. And again, my only worry with Phillips is his injury record. You know how much of how, how much how much of playing for Leeds has really took it out of him because and the Bielsa style as well. The Bielsa think, style that's a hard style. I think before the season just gone, he played majority of the games. I think it was only this season where he missed like a large majority of the season. Maybe. I just said the style did catch up with him in the end, and yeah, I that's, think every that's... time he got close to getting back fit, Leeds were like, "Yeah, we need him, so you're going to play." Yeah, so and he rushed back, which he would broke be... down the end. The same with Bamford. Yeah, because yeah, he wouldn't be Bamford. rushed back at City, would he? Realistically, he wouldn't need to. No. As Laura said, it gives City another homegrown option, which is true. You yeah, know, I don't know if they have a homegrown issue, but you know, we'll see. What, we'll see what they say from there. So let's see. And so it's probably. Either Gundogan or Silver. Yeah, the Silver talk's still there. I mean, the talk Silver's been wanting to leave you know, a couple If Man U pull a finger out the rear ends to get Frankie de Jong, I think that could accelerate Stop. a few moves for Barcelona, like Lewandowski, Bernardo Silva. I think you're just waiting for Man U to pull the finger out. And then yeah, possibly. I mean, 
Yeah, I mean, we'll move on to Man United because there's three players they've been sort of heavily linked with. Uh, one is De Jong. Uh, yeah. Talk is, you know, another offer is going in. Like I say, talk. Talk, we'll, we'll find if it's true. But what they're offering, what Barcelona are offering, are still quite a bit apart. So he's a, very, he's, a, he's a very, very good player, um, De Jong. That Barcelona thing hasn't quite worked out for him, but I, yeah. think, it's more, I think that's more to with Barcelona being the basket well. case. Yeah, yeah, it is. Because he was great for Ajax. I still think he's a really, really good uh, player. And then the other two is, th- there's heavy talk now that Christian Eriksson, it's either United or Brentford is going. Eriksson, again, it replaces the matter experience. Yeah. Obviously, younger as well. Gives him something some from dead ball specialists. You know, it's just whether he's happy to be a squad option. Because he's not going to start week in, yeah. week out for United. Or if he wants to be, wants to start every week for Brentford. For Brentford. It's, an, it's, an interesting, it's an interesting one. I really want him to stay at Brentford. I just feel like that that it's a better fit for him to be at Brentford to play week in week out. But yet again, we don't know what his situation is with his heart. Maybe he does doesn't want to play week in week out anymore. Maybe he doesn't want that that squad option. And at United, he's going to be paid a you know a lot of money, a lot of money. We know Man United like to, to to whip out the che- uh, the checkbook to give him the uh, give him the wages. Uh, and it does replace that matter experience, but yeah, again, yeah. United still need a defense midfielder. Having a midfield of of the they young, they've got McFred. What more do you want? Oh, Fred, you've seen uh, uh, McTominay. Uh, images going around of him looking like he's he spent the whole summer in the gym. And Man U fans are going, yeah, he's going to be back next season. He's gonna he's gonna drive our yeah. midfield, and you think, God, they never learn, do they? No, I, I mean, to give, the, to give him a shoe, I actually thought second half of the season, Fred did all right when they played a bit, a bit more. Yeah, yeah, I forward. Most... Basically, not as a DM because he's not a DM, he's a box, you know, box midfielder. Yeah, and he's more effective. So, yeah. you know, that's the um, we'll have, we'll have to see. Uh, John has also pointed out, uh, Jesus has gone to Arsenal, hmm. which is which is good for Arsenal because they need strikers, they can't, they can't rely on Enketier to do it all for it. Interesting. Do they do Jesus down the middle? Is that what they promised him? Or is they going to use him as a wide like City did? City used him a lot wide right. That's kind of where they used him, really. So 45, 50 million, I think. Yeah. So, be. I think that would be a bit interesting wage. Look, it gives them an option. They need they need attackers. You know, the talk is, you know, we'll come to Rafinha. There's a bit of a bit of a bun fight for Rafinha at the moment, uh, understandably. Uh, so, but look. Yeah. Also, Arsenal need to need to pad that squad out because that squad they had yeah, small they last year. They're small last year, and they got Europe, so it'd be interesting. Uh, and then Newcastle uh, have done bot- pretty much done Botman today. Finally got the Sven Botman deal over the line. Um, obviously, Ooh. Fabrizio, the the king of the tapping, as oh, he's no. now uh, recently he's been known as, and, and he's just tapped in the Botman news over the line. Yeah, Botman looks like he's done. I think. Botman's been linked with Newcastle since January uh, this year. Uh, I think it's a great bit of business. He plays in the same position as Dan Byrne, plays that left-sided uh, centre-back role. So that probably means Dan Byrne's going to, you know, probably take a seat on the bench. Let's uh, try, try the wild thing of playing two, left foot, two left-sided players in the centre-back. Some reason, it doesn't really happen very often. It doesn't happen much because everyone moans about, oh, you can't have two left-sided centre-backs. But, yeah, it's not about having yeah. a left footer. It's like everyone's like, oh, okay, that's all. Yeah. You, can't, like, you can't have too many of them. Yeah, Van Dyke and John Terry, both right footers, but prefer the left. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's a bit of a strange one. Uh, they also had Nick Pope uh, for 10 million. Oh, that's which, a steal. 8 million pounds I think, for Nick Pope. 10, wasn't it? I think. Oh, was, uh, it was it, oh, was it right then? But, yeah. Look, uh, Newcastle needed a decent goalkeeper for a while. Debravka. He's all right. The other two lads, no. That's a good move. It's a good move for Pope, and I think it's a good, new, good move for Newcastle. Yeah, especially when, like, apparently Nottingham Forest got quoted forty million by Burnley for Nick Pope when when um, Forrest's keeper announced that he wanted to go back to France. I think Nottingham Forest got quoted forty million, and now Newcastle got him for a quarter of the price, which is mental. Yeah. So far, uh, oh, more. Kenyan consort will put one billion into the stadium and fund available transfers for new owners. Ah, is this the new Everton? 
Because that's the thing. Everton are apparently up for sale, aren't they? Are they? Um, apparently so, yeah. Apparently they um, yeah, uh, yeah, they've been bringing people around that. So again, is this because of, you know, the, the time of Usman off, you know, because obviously you can't have any anyone with a Russian connection connected to your club. So be an interesting, be an interesting one. Again, I mean, it's good that they'll for Everton that they'll you know make sure the stadium's got built and invest in a transfer market for. Them. But again, at the moment, Everton are in a big FFP tightrope. Yeah, so, they've got to make sure that they balance the books because they've been. Which is what, which is why the, the talk is they're trying to sell for Charleston. I mean, it's forty, fifty million. The talk for Charleston. So then, because then the talk is they want uh, Everton want Harry, Harry Winks. Uh, apparently, went twenty million for him. Million. Apparently, Everton, Everton wants him on loan with an option to buy. Yeah, so, so that's that that that's a deal that's got a long way to go. But Harry Winks is a solid player. But the talk is Everton want a defensive midfield. That I don't think that's Harry Winks. Yeah, Harry Winks is more of it's not a defensive midfielder. It's not a box to box. He's just like a bit of a Joe Allen. Uh, yeah, just a bit of a Joe Allen. Just but doesn't, Joe Allen, you know. doesn't do it particularly well. But yeah, so. He's a, he is an interesting one. And then, oh, back to Arsenal. They also signed a midfielder. Do you remember those things? You could sign midfielders. Great. <laughs> uh, Fabio, Fabio Vieira, who was once yeah, linked with Fabio Liverpool, Vieira. of course. So can you imagine, you know, social media being what it is, everyone went berserk because <laughs> Liverpool didn't bid for a player that we didn't bid for. He made like 20 <laughs> league starts last season, which isn't a lot. Yeah, I think uh, it's highly thought of, isn't he? Yeah, it's very highly thought of, though, isn't it? So, but again, yeah. is he what Arsenal need? Probably not, because he's a because he's another. He's he's like he's going down the Wenger route by like another slight attacking midfielder plays in the same position as as Odegaard. Is it a position yeah. that they needed to strengthen? Was, maybe, but was it a priority? Maybe Probably it's not. Odegaard, Smith Rowe, and this guy. You rotate between the three of them. Play only play two of the three of them in Prem in Europe. Maybe that's why. Plus, there is that there is that gaping issue of Pepe. Which I'm assuming they're going to try. I, I assume he's going they're to try and flog because he just doesn't. He, he doesn't get picked, does he? So, but the big transfer saga he seems to be at the moment is Rafinha. So, Arsenal have been have had apparently a bid turned down for him. I believe Tottenham have looked at him, but again, I Chelsea have looked at him. and Chelsea are looking at looking at him. So, you know, but he wants to go to Barcelona. <laughs> but he wants to go to Barcelona. Yeah, but Barcelona, got, Barcelona haven't got any money until this. Until yeah, sell and, De Jong. and Barca can't sell De Jong until United, basically, which which no United will pay the asking price eventually. They're not in the position where they're going to mm. negotiate that price down at all. They're going to pay the asking price in the end. Um, yeah, but I, I wonder if that's what United are trying to change. Is for years ever have known if you hold out long enough, they'll pay and they'll pay big, and that's always with, the thing that with Maguire they tried to. Hold out, hold out, hold out, and then they just ended up yeah. paying the eighty million. Yeah. Whereas, I mean, look, it doesn't always work, but Liverpool to the to the credit, Mugs has have sort of played this bluff game and gone, "That's our figure, take it or leave it." And Liverpool have been willing to leave it. Uh, to yeah, willing to walk away. Yeah. Yeah. So, which is look between you and me, that's that's what I think is happening with Chamberlain. I don't think we mind if Chamberlain goes, but you just don't tell the world. Um, that. I'm, I'm, we don't mind if he particularly stays, but. I, I do feel like that we do want him to go because he's been I think wants to go all since Nottingham Forest. Which yeah. means he's probably had a disagreement with Klopp somewhere down the line. Yeah, I just think the team's advanced beyond him, to be honest. That's just the way it is. But I think it's also then to stop people coming with silly offers like, oh, here's five million for up no, Chamber. They obviously have a figure that there'll be a number, which we'll never know what it is. Yeah, there'll be a number that number go, hit that number, he goes. Because uh, the Alvarez pointed out the language used by Liverpool was interesting, but the, which was briefed out was, you know, Liverpool don't want to be for, will only be forced back into the market if a midfielder leaves. So kind of says to me, which is it's kind of code for please will buy him and then we'll get him. And again, I don't think this is all buy to sell stuff, which I know gets really everyone really upset. I actually think we're at the I think we're actually at the twenty five player mark as into I think we physically have yeah, to. Yeah, anyway. I think we had to. I think we have to kick someone out to make physical room in the squad now. And if you don't, and you you buy someone there and then try to kick him out, everyone knows you need to get rid of someone, which then means you've got to let him go on the cheap. So we'll have to. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. Cool. So where do you think Rafinha goes then? What would you do if you were looking at Rafinha? Uh, 
I think he goes to Barca in the end. Um, I think with Arsenal, he's got a bit of a personality. He's got a bit of an attitude. And we saw what Arteta did with the Bamiyang and he just throws him out completely. So imagine with your with your brand new 65, I think it's going to cost around 65 million pound signing and you fall out with him in the first three months. Are you going to freeze him out and then ship him off within the year later? Or are you going to have to put your ego aside to work with him and get the best out of him? Um, so I don't think we'll go to Arsenal. Um, I don't <laughs> well, think it'll just, go to Chelsea either. Sorry, just interrupt Laura Duffy. Ha <laughs> ha. You could just record that little bit of dialogue for every Arsenal recruit. Is that who they need? Probably not. <laughs> yeah. That's it does true. feel it does feel that way. It's like Joe for years we kept saying to Wenger he needed to buy a centre half and a and a centre and a centre mid. He just never did. What, another he's, number ten? Yeah, go on. Yeah. You know, bless him. Uh, Chelsea, I mean He's probably what Chelsea needs because the talk he probably is... starts for Chelsea, but I saw things that Thomas Tuchel wants to play in right wing back. I saw that and I was like, no, come on, that's got to be like a made up quote somewhere. It must Tuchel be. It must be. To play right wing back. And I thought, no, no, he did it with Hakim Ziyech at points yeah. of the season where he played right wing back against Brighton. Well, the talk is Hakim Ziyech and Werner, they will listen to offers for, and Pulisic keeps getting linked with a move away. So I think I saw something. Um, just now on Twitter that Chelsea are going to offer Werner plus money for Matthias De Ligt. Oh, okay. Which would be interesting. Yeah. Can't see where he'd fit in though. And then obviously, saw well, centre-back centre back would be my, centre-back would be my guess where he'd fit in. Yeah. That's, <laughs> it's not what he is. What? <laughs> um, De Ligt, he's funny. He's not, he's not really kicked on since Ajax. I mean, it, I've seen well, milk quicker. Neither of that Ajax side that got to the Champions League uh, semi-final have any of them really kicked on since they left. Probably Young, not. No, the beat uh, Van der Beek, the licked Ziyech. Wrong moves, maybe. Uh, wrong moves, wrong, wrong and big price tags. Think about like yeah. the Lick when he went to Juve was like, yes, he's going to be the guy. He's going to be the one that's going to push out Chiellini, Bonucci. He's Van Dijk's heir to. For Holland, and he's not like he's played like less than thirty league games a season since he's joined. He's not really managed to push any of them out. I think he'll get a starting berth now because I think I think one of them has gone to America. Uh, De Jong, the whole situation with Barcelona is just a mess. Mm-hmm. And the, and Van der Beek, he spent the season, spent two seasons sat on the bench. And then he went to Everton. Oof. Oh, fella. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, you, Lord Duffy, you've been really disappointed of how Delict has worked out. Yeah, because at the time, I thought that'd be a good move for him. So I thought, you know, he'll learn off Chiellini, Benucci. Do you know what? That's a great learning tree for a young centre back. Uh, but it's interesting. There's some quotes from Chiellini about his agents saying, like, you know, I was like, I think it's sort of hinted his, his agent just needs to wind his neck in and just let the lad concentrate on his football. <laughs> so you wonder if his head's been turned again. So. You know, I mean, Chiellini uh, has gone to America as well, so if Delict goes as well, it's a bit of a bit of a re- rebuild yeah, job. I do job, think Juve do want to get rid of him because I think there was something in his contract. Like next season, they need to pay him like two hundred grand a week, and he's got a big release clause as well. I think Juve just want to get like cut ties. Don't want to particularly want to be paying him two hundred grand a week if he's not really worked out. Mm. And plus, like Chelsea are sort of desperate for centre backs as well. well. They do need centre backs, don't they? Uh, talk is that Emery Chan had a similar deal, didn't he? At Juventus, went the free from Liverpool, and after the sec- after two seasons, they, they were pushing him on. And talk was he, he, he his clause in his contract was year three, he got a massive bumper pay up, and they didn't yeah. want to. Uh, I don't think they wanted to pay that level of money, so it must be just a thing they, they've got to do. Yeah, and guess um, what? Now, and now, Juve and signed Pogba on a free. On reduced wages to what he was on at Man U. Um, yeah, I think he'll be on about two fifty at UV. Interesting how he works out there. You know, obviously that team that seems to suit him, but obviously he hasn't got Palo in that. Yeah, they the think so don't go back to to a former club. Uh, so I'll be wondering, like Juve's that club's in just a transition as it is, really. Mm. Like the yeah. Pirlo experiment failed and Allegri's not really worked since going back. Yeah. Uh, Bonkers points out uh, 
Johnny Bairstow and it's not Craig Overton, it's his twin brother. The other Overton did a great partnership uh, to get England 78 runs behind. I think when they came in, England was like 55 for five. And Overton's his first game for England's on, I think he's on 88 and Bairstow's on 120. Batting collapse in, in the middle. Oh, dear, what a shot. No, the, mid, no, the middle was fine. It's a top order when him. Oh, right. Do you know what? That doesn't surprise me at all. Because I think all order for England either goes really well or really bad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to give them the credit, uh, Trent Bolt, a couple of the couple of the guys we that got us Trent Bolt, I'll be honest, they were just balls that no no one would keep out, you know. I think there's one he got he, he I think the guy he got the guy for LBW if they drop if he even said the comments, do he gets his bats to that said he probably still nicks that out said, because it's that it's one of those balls you got just unplayable. So he yeah. had a spell for half an hour where he's just like you weren't stopping anything. He was bowling as well. So give them give them the juice. So, but that series of has been very topsy turvy. Anyway, uh, it's, it's actually been quite entertaining to be honest. I mean, yeah. I'm happy. If, I think we've had England winning because uh, <laughs> they won the previous two. But they've been both. They've both been like you know. Oh, day three. I think I think we've lost this now. And day four, you're going. Oh, John, we might nick this. It's been quite. You know, it's been end bit of an end to as cricket into cricket as end to end. You know, so it's been end-to-end, a yeah. good test match. Yeah, good test match. Uh, so, but we need uh, PH, but we need we need a midfielder uh, plus another winger. So, okay, we have been linked with a midfielder very tentatively, which was Barella. But again, it's one of those what it's one of those very tentative links from you know random Twitter accounts and journalists that you're going to have no idea if that's a real person. Klopp loves uh, him. Klopp loves him. I mean, Klopp, Klopp loves a lot, lot of players. He loves Usman Dembele, but we're not going to buy him. You know, like, like loves Kane, he loves Messi, yeah. loves Lewandowski. I think oh, the tour okay. for Barella is six. It's probably around the sixty mark, isn't it? Maybe close to seventy. I mean, the talk is that we're, we're willing to pay up to fifty, sixty for too many. So that sort of level of money you would think is there, then, unless they talk off to Nunes, we don't know. But um, it's an interesting one. Uh, I can't see. I, still get, I get the thing we'll sign one more. I just don't think it'd be of a, a Barella level player. I think it'll just be yeah. I I don't think it like one, he's Italian, and we don't have the greatest record. In- yeah, they don't really have a great record crossing over in, in, in into England. Um, I mean, the last two Italians uh, we had were um, Aquilani and Desena, so you know no. we've been stung a little bit by. <laughs> no, had Fabio Barini as well. Oh yeah, we. Do you know that's how bad he was? I forgot about him. Oh, yeah, no. he was pretty horrific. Uh, uh, Daz TV's in the house. Hello, Daz. Good to see him. We need to get Daz on again. He was good fun. No, actually, last time we had Daz on, we lost the Champions League fans. Maybe we'll have him on again. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, but I'm not, I'm not sure I can play the Champions League final lost in Daz. Maybe that's a bit harsh. I don't know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, just like I can't play it off on my partner not not being in the house. I must admit, that thought did come to my mind when you when we, when we'd lost again. I'm sure that's what you said as a as a jinx, which I was a bit fuming <laughs> over. <laughs> yeah, I literally told them next year, if it happens... I'm either one go go going to Istanbul or two. Oh, I'm watching Laura Duff just said uh, Dean Henson's went alone to Forest. I must have missed that. Yes. That oh, happened? yes. Yes. So that agree- uh, deal has been agreed in principle that once he's come back from his honeymoon, he's going to sign for Nottingham Forest uh, on loan. Oh, fair enough. It's going to be I mean, a great deal. And then United, they're going to sign Watford's first choice keeper as second choice instead of Tom Heaton, uh, which is a bit, uh, a bit uh, odd. Should go get Ben Foster back. Hey, yo, back oh, oh, Backman for Watford. Oh, he's garbage. Exactly. Oh, so brilliant. that's perfect for Man U. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, he's absolute crappy, isn't he? <laughs> he's uh, so but, but for Dean Henson, he, he needs he need to play regular football. Because look, Sheffield United, the Sheffield United move when he played there did him the world of good. Got him in the England squad. You know, got him around. And I wonder if he's thinking, it's probably an England opportunity for him there. Because let's be honest, yeah, you know, yeah. Ramsdale and a few of the others. There's a few that don't don't feel I put Ramsdale, so. Pickford, and Dean Henderson all in the same boat, all in the same boat for me. What? Like neither's better than the other. They all got major flaws, and they all think yeah. that they are the best goalkeepers since sliced bread. And then yeah. don't think also for Pickford. Give devil issue. I actually thought he had. I actually thought he had a good season last year. I think he's the reason Everton stayed up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think if it wasn't for Pickford, I think they would have been relegated a lot sooner. Uh, I still think he's got 
crap footwork, which is why a lot of his shots look like Hollywood saves. And that's also yeah. Ramsdale has the same thing. Uh, to be fair, Shane uh, Dean Henderson shot the same thing. Yeah, Shane uh, Shane Davron of uh, Trippers fame um, also talks about me. Obviously, Shane has played League of Ireland as, as a goalkeeper. So you know, to be fair, he knows what he's talking about with goalkeepers. And that's he says that's what that's what the elite keeps are really good at is it's footwork, which why everything looks so easy, which is why we don't yeah. do as many Hollywood saves. That's what the European goalkeepers are. Like, oh, they're not great. Where like like where's the camera save? I was like, if you're making camera saves, something's wrong. You've done something wrong. Or it's a great like, shot. With, with the footwork, or it's just a great shot that you've got mm-hmm. to pull out the spectacular. But if you're having to do camera saves all the time, it's always footwork that's the problem. Mm. Very good, very good, very good. Cool. So we've covered Barella. We have covered him. Who else has been linked? Oh, the other one has been linked to United, who, and this did seem to cause a bit of a Twitter meltdown. Uh, Anthony, I, I think United just needs to get linked with anyone who's from Ajax. Is it just a thing that he's been know? linked with this whole team? And he's been linked jump, with his whole team. Um, a bit like, like, like when Brendan Rodgers tries to buy the half of Swansea squad for Liverpool. It doesn't, <laughs> you know, it doesn't. It saying he like he couldn't buy like half the team. He like he wanted like Ashley Williams, Scott Sinclair. Oh, can um, you imagine? I think oh. like, he got away with just getting Joe Allen, and I was like, yeah, you can have Joe Allen, but keep your mitts off the rest of them. Ah, oh, little um, wee, little little wee Joe. Lesson. Yeah, it's a bit worrying that he wants half the team though. Like, I think he was linked with Lissandra Martinez. Apparently, he might be going to Arsenal. Yeah, Vaughan as well. We'll look with him. Yeah. The one, um, obviously, he's no longer at Liverpool, is Michael Edwards, who's been linked recently with both Chelsea and Man United. Which, look, you know. I think he was linked to Broad as well. I saw PSG, Bayern, yeah. not Bayern, so Real Madrid was on that list. I saw, uh, I saw uh, Mel, Mel Reddy. Uh, who's now you now what's Sky saying? Uh, he just wants to break. I think he just wants to break from football. So it might be one of those ones. He wants a year sabbatical and see who it is. I could see him doing the Chelsea thing because I wonder if it's starting a project against more of the yeah. appeal. You know, my, he my money would be him he, Chelsea he, for next summer because he built the uh, the Liverpool. You know, he uh, basically built the Liverpool recruitment structure. You know, it's all in place I just now. Hope even even though it's him out. Yeah, but you know, I mean, you put the systems in place, you know, who signs off what. I mean, the talk is, you know, obviously, as much as we love to praise Michael, he doesn't do every deal. You know, there are other people who do the deals for him, but the set parameters before an Edwards or a Julian will get involved. So maybe that's maybe that's what he likes to do. It's almost like setting it up from the ground. Once it's up and running, maybe he's like, well, I don't really I don't need to do as much. I've done the main thing I want to do, you know, so I want to go back and sell it again. Yeah, uh, yeah, possibly, yeah. Like Chelsea James. seems like the most ideal situation for him next yeah. summer. Uh, James Stevens, new person in the chat, says, "What about selling Matip and Bobby this window and getting some money in for the for the for the right winger?" I don't think we would sell no. Matip because I think that's the best our centre back strength has looked. I do feel like that. I think Bobby's, is he going to have three years left or two years left this summer? Matip, yeah. Bobby, if it's two, I think we need to start considering is it going to get whether or not he's going to get a new contract or are we thinking about letting him go? How old, how old do you know? 30, he's 30, 31? 30, 31. So in two, if you kept him for a year to go, 32, 33, might be the right time then. I'm talking Joe Gomez getting an extension. But the other thing is, touch wood, we're hoping last season is the norm now for Matip where he's available <laughs> 80% of the time. Yeah, that's you know, true. So I think this will be the test this this season is can can we replicate that? Because if look, if he, if Matip's fit for eight months of the season, we've seen he's a really, really good player. Yeah. So, you know, Bobby's an interesting I don't think there's a market for him for money. Yeah, I think he's I think the injuries are cut off. He's one of the ones where uh, he'd probably go for free. Because out yeah. of the front three, you'd think one signs, one gets sold, one mm. goes on, on on a free. And he was the one that was like, yeah, he's probably going to go on a free. I I can't see anyone paying money for him. Cool. And I'm going to bastardise this name because I can't pronounce it. Uh, Tayu Awanyi of uh, Academy Fame for Liverpool, who's permanently on loan. Uh, apparently, he's on his way to Forest for 17 and a half million and Liverpool have a 10% uh, selling clause with him as well. Because yes. him, the move to uh, Germany did him 
the world of good. Yeah, got twenty goals and five assists in all competitions. Last season. Yeah, so pretty decent. good. I mean, of course, we have, we have the usual hindsight brigade who say, "Why didn't he say Liverpool?" And we could we could have used that, but I think it's because he played regularly. Sorted out. Yeah, so we'll have to we'll have to see. Uh, apparently, Matip's contract expires well. in 2024. So it's not too long. So yeah, does really well except against us. Yeah. Uh, oh, here we go. Bonkers. You're into your fighting. Tommy Fury versus Jake Paul at MSG. Okay, we're done. We're done now. Uh, we're <laughs> done now. I mean, to be honest, I think he's fighting an actual fighter who isn't retired and he's probably similar in weight class. He's picked all someone he's... who's a novice as well. I know, but he can't have everything. I mean, lately he's been going for people who are retired or he's or... been coming out Paddy Pimlet, who's like six stone lighter than him. Oh, yeah, great. I'll beat up Paddy Pimlet. Well, you're six stone heavy. You bloody should do. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Pick, yeah. It's a bit like fight someone your own size and see how you get on. Uh, yeah. Look, he's, he's making money for himself. He's making a niche for himself. But celebrity boxing, it's not for me, to be honest. It's yeah, I just I, I, I don't know. I don't, don't know. Don't care. I'd love for Jake Paul to get slept on the on the canvas. I think that's what, but I think that's what he plays for, doesn't uh, he? I think it's he plays not going to happen. I think Tommy Fury's going to beat him on points. It's going to be boring. It's going to be dull. Um, people are going to get ripped off for it. <laughs> Do you mean you? Because yeah. uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get you to the watch longer. <laughs> you're like, no, don't put me through You'd this. You'd have to pay no. for the pay-per-view because I'm not paying 25 quid for that. Because it's going to be oh, 25 quid. Oh, come on. Oh, come on. God, where's your fun? Cool. No way. Uh, <laughs> so, any other deals? Uh, so, the other things Liverpool related is the talk is Gomez and Cater. They're trying to sort their contracts out this summer. Yeah, Gomez, I understand. Uh, Nabby Cater. <laughs> it, it seems to be Klopp loves him. And let's be fair, when he's been fit this year, he's thrown him into a lot of big games. The only reason I thought he might not sign a big contract was there was a fitness doubt over Fabinho and Thiago. And he risked and them both in the Champions did. League final. And it's not Captain Hindsight because look, I, I, the midfield that started is the midfield that I would have started. So it's not me saying why it's just the event, but you know, Thiago had his little wobble, you know, and at no point did you think Katie was coming on. And then he came on for like 10 minutes to go and you know, bit, bit and ballooned that shot over mm. the bar. Um, depends how in the city. But in a, in a similar position, but then again, I suppose season heights, but in a similar position, a way to Atletico Madrid, he smashed it top corner. So, you know. Yeah, that's true. It depends on the length of the contract, whether or not he's going to get a long term deal. He's already on the fair chunk of wage. I think he's like on 120, 140 a week, wage wise. It's not my money. I don't want to get too concerned about yeah, wages. Yeah. If the club, if the club offer him a contract and they sign it, then both parties yeah. are happy. So, as long as he's not getting like, a massive pay rise because if he's getting a massive pay rise then there'll be some some questions that should be asked why is he getting a massive pay rise when mm. this is probably the first season he's actually stayed fit for a majority of the season yeah good question by uh, James Stevens it's good to see some, some new names in the chat actually um, will Klopp use Bobby as, a, as an attacking mid now he could do that could be one way of tweaking things up I, I think about- he could change system next season yeah, uh, but as um, Oscar from All TV pointed out, if Liverpool do go to four two three, well, we haven't got many players who can play number ten. Bobby can, but he hasn't played it for a while, and he keeps picking up a lot, a lot of injuries. Carvalho, Carvalho, but he's a he's a kid. Jones isn't isn't a ten. He's he's a centre mid, or he's left of a, of that three behind. And it's the same right the three behind. So we don't really have many number ten ish types. Thiago did play number 10, but I mean, that was in his early buying days. Well, that's a long time ago. So, yeah, that's a that's, long time ago. Exactly. It's not that he can't play, it's just that it's not a position he plays. There's probably reasons to play it anymore. So, you know. Maybe Harvey Elliott. Maybe. But again, I don't think he's got the discipline to play there yet, especially off the ball. I think that's where Harvey needs to do some work this summer. Yes. Is off the, his off the ball defensive work needs improvement. I think he's got. The right eye for a pass, and I think he's a, a clever player. I and mean, look, he's only a, he's only a kid; he's in the eighteen. But Same that was the Curtis Jones. That was the Curtis Jones issue two years ago. Was off the ball; he didn't do enough. His lazy work. I actually think defensively, Curtis Jones got a lot better. I mean, we saw him in the Southampton away game. He played that. Um, he played that left side role really, really well. 
you know, a little yeah. bit genie-esque. You know, if you can do that on a consistent basis, Jones will get lots of minutes. I think he's already up to it's 70 appearances now for Liverpool, which is only 21. Since Oxley chamberlain last season. Like They had similar minutes, around 1,500 minutes each. Yeah, I think the big thing was he's just hit a bit of forms when he got that detached retina, wasn't it? Which was, um, <sighs> it takes a long time to come up from a detached retina, which is oh, very yeah. odd. In, it's a hard injury to get. Whereas Chamberlain was a lot of times on the bench and didn't even get anywhere near the starting eleven. Yeah, so, yeah, I, I do think his his chapter's closing this summer, and I do think even if you get like ten million for him, I think that's the magic number. Yeah, I think he might, I think he might be. be gone. I think he might. I think he might be right. I mean, he's just got so, but we'll we'll see. Uh, John was saying, uh, we, whatever happens, we need to sign a couple of uh, midfielders over the next couple of years. Probably true. Um, we've signed one midfielder in four years. That's mental. It's well, depends on how you look. Depends how you look at it. You know, Henderson. You know, because when we had Henderson, Fabinho, when Alden, uh, Milner uh, before, a few years ago, there was that that sort of robustness yeah. worked for us. Slowly brought in the Tiago, you know, and then he's promoted youth in Jones and Elliot, and obviously now we've added Carval. Carval is interesting. Your customers are forward. I mean, I know the press says he's a forward, but he's more of a midfield number ten. For I me. think. For, I think. I think Callum said it. Like he think he'll play left wing behind Diaz, mm. and I think that's where he'll he'll play probably majority in the front three positions. Um, this season, and then maybe once he beds himself in, then we might see him, you know, mould him into that Coutinho esque left side of that three. So he's got to piss off. The, so he's got to piss off the Barcelona three. Is what you're telling me? <laughs> no, 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 no. Minus <laughs> that part, but we're going to get the Coutinho part. Yeah, listen, with the likes of Calvin Ramsey and Carvalho. I don't really know what to expect from him in terms of I've seen bits of Carvalho play. Look, he looks really talented, looks an exciting young player, but he's still 19. So I'm a bit like, yeah, I'm not I, putting all my hopes on it. I'm not putting all my pressure. No, the one who will have the pressure on me will be, will be Nunes because yeah. he's, he's 65 million pound. He's a number nine, which, you know, parts of him have been crying out for a, a while. So we'll have to see, but he's a penny. He's 20. He hits the ground running. Yeah, he's young, he's 22. He's next, but. He's, a, he's played quite it's a bit of football. Today, Chris. Oh, he's 23 now, sorry. Yeah, he's, oh, he's, he's passed it now and he's 23. Oh, oh yeah, he's done. Sell him. Sell, sell him now, yeah. No good. <laughs> no, go, no goals against 23. So He's had no goals a, and he's already had a birthday already. Uh, outrageous. Not sco- didn't, score on his tw- didn't score for Liverpool until he was 23. Outrageous. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so I was asking here, can City be sanctioned the same way Chelsea was? I'm not sure what that comment's about. Transfer, huh? If you... Yeah, if you want to elaborate Steven on that, then... lawyers? No way. That's <laughs> probably not what it is. So, anything else you want to add, mate, before we before we get more out of chat? It's, we've, we've done an hour. We've been uh, very well behaved. I don't think there's been much, apart from the transfers, nothing massive has happened. No. Well, not in the world of football. I mean, outside the world of football, um, we did hit our failure con target of... Yes. Uh, Yes, ten thousand. Ten thousand. Uh, I think it was last night, Gavin. Is it? Which is uh, amazing yes. news. You know, thank you to everybody who donated. Uh, and if you didn't donate and you shared it, thank you very much. Um, you know, big shout out to Gav. You know, he doesn't like being getting praised. So I'll get told off for this later. But you know, <laughs> fair play to him. You know, he, uh, he he always gets behind these causes and he he really gets these things going. So look, if you don't know, you know, Failacon details are in the description below. If, you can still give if you want to. You want to. We can we can go for more. Uh, but listen, yeah. that's that's great news. That getting um, ten thousand pounds for Vaylock on that'll make, that'll do them the world of good and not make a really big difference. So, thank you very much from all of us here at Day Trippers for everyone who who donated and shared. That's really really appreciated. Absolutely, cool. Right, um, and let right give the chat five minutes. Any any random questions? Does have to be sport? We can do random ones as well. Yeah, bit a bit of funny, you know. We'll Even stop. if someone asked me when's my channel, uh, when when's the mess getting its own channel? Because that got asked last week. I tried to not crap myself laughing. That oh, was the, yeah, I, I'll be honest. That mess seems to be getting closer. So either you're adding more to it, or it's going to take no, over at some no, point. Nothing's nothing's gotten closer. Nothing's gotten closer. <laughs> I would have had my green screen up, but on Streamyard, it wouldn't cover all of me, and you would have seen the mess still. So. 
Part of things that would have been funnier. It's like you've, I've tried to hide, but not quite. Yeah, I might. I might do it next week if I don't have the dog in the room with me. Then I might do it. I don't know. Dogs be the best bit. <laughs> I know. Though it may be the best bit, but like when you're trying to like settle him down as well. But he's settled down. He's he's lying down now. So typical. Oh. He settles down, and it's right near the end. <laughs> Yes, uh, Laura's put, oh, oh, are you letting Red Steve have free run questions? I will let Red Steve have free run questions, but he, he better get his question quickly. You know, come, you know, I've not known the chat to be this quiet. We're normally uh, very, very chatty. Yeah. So, I'm just trying to see what else has happened in the in the world of sport. Is it Wimbledon starts? Oh, Wimbledon starts next week, doesn't it? Yes, Wimbledon starts. Yes, so that's, that's true. Oh, you got Bonks uh, also yeah. know, do you like a crisp sandwich? No. Not, I don't mind. You don't. Oh, mate, you just got to try harder. Nah. Can't be. Can't oh. be a Chris sandwich. You know, yeah, quite Wimbledon. No. It's okay. So interesting. So for Bonkers, me, it's a yes. For Luke, it's a no, which is very disappointing. Nope. Luke, if they reshot, oh, you go. If they reshot the end of Game of Thrones, would you go back and reshoot you? <laughs> would you go back and reshoot your scenes? Which scenes? I've not watched Game of Thrones. Oh no! I feel like that was a really good job by Red Steve. Unfortunately, neither of us have watched it, so it's kind of at it's... all. The only thing I watched right was the end, the end finale, and I said to my partner, "I was like, that's the end of Game of Thrones," and she was like, "Yes." Par- I was like, yeah, par- my goodness, that looked rubbish, and I've yeah, never I... even seen it. I saw like, the fallout. Yeah. I saw the fallout, and it was like, "Oof." Uh, so it was just, but Australia won the World Cup of Darts, which is always nice to know. There you go. Jake's got a question. What should we do with Salah? Play him. Give him what he wants. No jokes. <laughs> jokes that's not a joke. <laughs> Give him what he wants. Um, um, I, my opinion, it's set in stone. He'll just play the season now and we'll, we'll wave him goodbye in the summer. Next summer, not this summer. It looks like he's going for free, but I've got, I'm still holding out hope that he's going to drop his demands. Because I don't see us dropping. I think he's going to find out that when no one comes in from this summer and he's going to look around Europe and go, yeah, there's nowhere else I think he'll uh, sign. Unless, unless he's already unless he's already spoke to the club he wants to go to. Yeah, true. True. But I do not want to see him in the Premier League next season if oh. it isn't for Liverpool. Now, this is the sort of question I like to hear. What's your go... Go to fruit to use as a weapon. Apparently, banana is the go to fruit for the criminal pedigree guns. Let's go. What, so, what's your go to weapon? Go to fruit. I mean, if you threw a pineapple or something, that, that, that'd do some damage. It hurts as well. Oh, yeah. Heavy and prickly. Pineapple's pretty. Pineapple's prickly. I mean, to us, it's not very. You can't conceal it, though. That's any problem. But. Yeah. I'm going to look at pineapple because you can get some momentum when you hit someone with it. So we've got uh, pineapple. Oh, Laura Duffy's got a watermelon. I mean, that's got more Ooh. heft. More heft. That'll probably, that'll probably give you a concussion, but he wouldn't spike you. So, you know. No. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. So, so there you go. See, that's the sort of questions you like. Uh, pineapple is the best grenade. You can just pull the stem. <laughs> pull the stem. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's a great one. Oh, that's a great one. Yeah, that'll be good. I think I don't think we're going to top that. So I think Colin and I will will, will give that to what's that Red Steve's? No, no Avo. Avo gets a comment of the night with a uh, what fruit? What fruit would you use as a weapon? Because to be honest, that's a sort of random question I quite like. We should do that one night. Just just, just leave it open to the chat to get, ask us loads of random questions. Yes. If they're on sport, that's a bit of a bonus. <laughs> Absolutely. Cool. Yeah. So right. So for rest of the week, uh, Gavin, the guys, will be back on Sunday with uh, Fatback Four. Uh, then it'd be the and then just keep your bell notification on because there will be shows during the week. But you know we're, we're now in the the realms of no football, no preseason. So you know I'm sure there'll be more quizzes, drafts, quizzes, drafts. Uh, I watched the draft on Wednesday. It was brilliant. Um, really, really <laughs> funny. Kev got the best draw though. It just kept getting like. Oh, I'll get Spain, I'll get Holland. That's like, what's going on here? You Kev know? rigged it, that's why. <laughs> Kev rigged it, yeah. <laughs> Keith going full um, full heel and everyone and winding everyone up, which I'll be honest, that's <laughs> Keith, 
Keith is at his best in these drafts. He, he just goes full heel and just plays mind games with everyone. He's brilliant. And then you, me, and hopefully Kev will be back on Friday. We'll do a bit more Sports Unplugged. I'll let you know how the England game went on for the women, what it's like being in Old Trafford, and but it's not watching Man United, so it's probably all right. Yeah, just hopefully you don't get wet from the leaking roof. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll, I will check the roof's status and I will feed back to see how how bad it is. I mean, hopefully it won't rain. That'd be quite nice. Yeah, I, I also need to book a car park because I've realised um, I forgot. <laughs> so it's so it's so it's also awesome parking out on Tuesday. Otherwise, I've, it's going to be an interesting trip. I suppose to park in Manchester, isn't it? You know, God. Yeah. So, so yeah. So until then, listen, guys. Thanks for watching. Um, Stay tuned, and we'll see you guys very, very soon. Sports Social Podcast Network.